Welcome everybody to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. I am your host, Richard Holdridge. On this final day of June, I cannot believe that tomorrow is going to be July. And I also can't believe I'm not going to be able to talk about Bobby Bonilla Day as that is July 1st. But we are going into the weekend. Typically, this is 4th of July weekend as 4th of July starts on a Tuesday. Some people have the day off from work on Monday and Tuesday. But I want to remind everybody that you are listening to WQEE 99.1 FM, the key out of Noonan, Georgia, the home of Southern sports. I was on that radio station late last night. I was at Oglethorpe University. What a stadium just outside of Atlanta, Brookhaven. And the Columbus Chattahoots get the 5-2 victory over the Brookhaven Bucks to close out the first half. I will get into that game. I will get into the Chattahoochee Monsters and the Gainesville Gold Diggers as I was scoreboard watching because I was hoping that the Monsters can pull out the victory against the defending SBL champions. But the first half in the SBL has officially closed. When I was talking to the league official and one of the announcers that announces games for the SBL, it looks like the playoffs is going to be six teams. The playoff format, the number one and number two seed are going to get the first round by. But we do have a great show for you as I'm going to talk about NBA free agency. I'm going to have three guests on today. I'm going to have the head football coach of the Shaw Raiders, Coach Johnny Garner. I'm going to have Sports Visions and founder of Georgia Alabama Sports Live, Thrift Behringer. And I'm also going to have the Columbus Chattahoots manager and Calvary Christian head baseball coach Steve Smith as we did a pregame show yesterday for the radio station. So let's get into the show. Had a great evening. I want to give a shout out to Tom Callahan for once again allowing me to fill in for him and call the entire baseball game yesterday. On the road, the Chattahoots were taking on the Brookhaven Bucks. It was radio only. You could listen to the game on 106.9, really rocks in Columbus, and WQEE. So I was on WQEE last night. A big shout out to Ryan O'Neill for being back at the station and making sure that the broadcast went through. And so I had a great time calling the game. Columbus was down. They were down 2-1, to one, top of the sixth inning. And then Parker Lester comes up to the plate with a runner on. And I knew immediately once the ball left the bat that it was gone. He hit a two-run homer to give the Columbus Chattahoots the 3-2 to lead. I was able to drag out that home run call. And then the Chattahoots put up two more insurance runs to take a 5-2 to lead. In the bottom of the ninth, Ashton Shackelford, the LaGrange Panther, who played in the D3 College World Series, was on to close the game. He picks up his fourth save as he shuts the door, and the Columbus Chattahoots are now 11-3 to close out the first half. You know, they were 7-7 seven seven last year. And Coach Smith said that they are a second-half team, so that is a good sign. However, as I was scoreboard watching and I was giving score updates throughout the broadcast, the Chattahoochee Monsters were taking on the Gainesville Gold Diggers, took a 10-8 lead at one point, and Jonathan Williams had three runs batted in. I thought that the Chattahoochee Monsters were going to be able to pull this game out, but Gainesville... Able to win the game up at Ivy Watson Field, 11-10, and they have the best record in the SBL with a 12-2 record. So right now, the Columbus Chattahoots, they are going to take on the Waleska Wild Thanes at Historic Golden Park, first pitch, 7-0-5. You can listen to that game on 106.9 Rocks and 99.1 FM in Noonan as Tom Callahan returns to the booth. And I'm excited to hear him on the broadcast once again. And the Chattahoots will take on the Waleska Wild Thanes on Saturday as well. The Chattahoochee Monsters are back in action at Historic Golden Park on Sunday against the Brookhaven Bucks. And then the Monsters and the Hoots will battle next week, July the 3rd and July the 5th at Historic Golden Park. And there'll be fireworks at Historic Golden Park on Monday night. So if you're in town and if you want to see a fireworks show, you don't have to travel all the way to Callaway Gardens. You could see the fireworks show right at Historic Golden Park. 
And I tell you what, even though I buy fireworks and we'll actually put on the fireworks out in the street for the kids, there is nothing more special than seeing a live fireworks show, which I used to see every 4th of July when I was a kid. And if you're in town, that is just a perfect opportunity to see some fireworks. 4th of July weekend, technically tomorrow is July the 1st. And I know in high school football, it is a dead period next week. I will have a show on Monday, but on July the 4th, I'm going to air a best of show as, you know, talking about everything that's happening on the 4th of July. The two biggest events on the 4th of July in my mind is the Peachtree Road Race, which I ran in 13 and 14, and the hot dog eating contest. Joey Chestnut going for his 15th title. And uh, will he eat 80 hot dogs? I mean, that's the question. I'll get into that on Monday. I know that everybody is getting ready to go out of town for 4th of July weekend. Some people do have Monday off, so it is a four-day weekend. But next week, I plan on having a best-of show on the 4th of July. But I will talk about the Hoots and Monsters in action as well. The Atlanta Braves, they complete the three-game sweep over the Minnesota Twins, and they're about to take on the Miami Marlins this weekend at Truist Park. NBA free agency is officially going on tonight, and the big free agents include Kyrie Irving, Fred Van Fleet, and Chris Middleton. But really, the big free agents are next year because LeBron's going to be a free agent in 2024. I actually love July because it gives me an opportunity just to sit back, take some notes, get prepared for August because I know how busy August is going to be with high school football. So what we are going to do now here on the show, we're going to go ahead and take the first break. We're going to pay some bills. And when we come back, I'm going to air the pregame show that I did with Coach Smith of the Chattahoots as it was aired on 106.9 as part of the pregame show. And you also heard the pregame show right here on the station WQEE. So we're going to re-air that pregame show. And then I'm also going to have Coach Garner of the Shaw Raiders and Thrift Behringer is also coming on the show as well. You don't want to miss it. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. We'll be right back. The Baxters have a new first book. From number one New York Times bestselling novelist Karen Kingsbury, author of life-changing fiction, comes The Baxters, a prequel. The heart-pounding story of Carrie Baxter's wedding. Amidst family tension and the worst storm Bloomington, Indiana has seen in a decade. The Baxters, by America's favorite inspirational storyteller, Karen Kingsbury. Visit KarenKingsbury.com for more information. The Baxters, available now wherever books are sold. I'm pretty handy around the house but now that i have kids i don't want to spend my saturday installing a toilet or fixing an air conditioner but thankfully there's home advisor home advisor helps me find the best home pros in my area to handle any kind of project you can read reviews of the pros check their availability and even book appointments online and what my wife loves most is that home advisor is completely free to use go to homeadvisor.com or download the free app to get started home advisor Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. And a good afternoon to everybody out there. We are live here at Oglethorpe University in Brookhaven, Georgia. I am Richard Holdridge, and this is the Columbus Chattahoots pregame show on 106.9 Rock in Columbus, 99.1 FM in Noonan. I'm here with the Chattahoots manager, Steve Smith, coach. Columbus Chattahoots, they got the two-game sweep over the Alpharetta Aviators over the weekend. 
10 and 3 in second place in the SBL. Got a lot of confidence, and this is a makeup game against Brookhaven. How's the team feeling? Uh, you know, we just had a little bit of a break coming out of the uh, the weekend series. Uh, some of our guys went and played in the prospect game, so gave uh, gave guys three days, well, really four days off, and then we uh, we jump right back at it. This is a big game. You know, last time we came out here. Uh, you know, we didn't have a, a great game. We ended up losing a close one, so looking to uh, come back out and play well tonight. And, Coach, one of the hottest hitters in the SBL, he has won SBL Player of the Week twice already, and that's Connor O'Neill. He's got over a 500 batting average, three home runs. He's leading the SBL. What makes Connor O'Neill so confident in his swing? I mean, we already know that he has the personality, but he also has just the swagger and the confidence every time he steps up to the plate. Yeah, he's playing with a lot of confidence right now. And, again, I think it comes – I've said this a couple times already during this season. I think it just comes down to the maturity of his his process offensively where he goes in with a game plan and he pretty uh, pretty much stays inside of that game plan uh, all game long. If he has a uh, an at-bat where he doesn't get the result he, uh, he wants, um, he still stays inside the game plan and the rest of his at-bats for the game. So he's had a great season uh, through, whatever, 13 games so far this year. So – just looking to uh, see him continue to keep doing that. Coach, one of the pitchers that I've had an opportunity to see in a couple times, he is the most innings pitch for your team is Joey Gill. I mean, really, he has night in and night out, he's come out and he has given you a lot of innings. How confident, how great is that for a pitcher like that to give you the innings to uh, just give your bullpen a rest? You know, he, he didn't get a whole lot of time during the spring. So, um, you know, I really, once we got a chance to see him, I really wanted to, put him in several different situations. So what we've kind of done with him is his midweek, instead of him throwing a pen off on the side, we've been kind of using it uh, as an in-game uh, bullpen, if you will. Um, and then he's he's been getting a start once a week. So uh, with doing that, it just gives him the ability to get a lot more uh, game time. And, and really, he's performed just about every time that he's been out there. So a lot of confidence in Joey. Uh, we'll actually have him available in relief tonight. He's slated to get the start on Monday. Coach, we're back here in Brookhaven at Oglethorpe University. Last time you were here, we just admired this castle behind us. And we, we know the story. You, you, you briefed, briefly talked about the story, how this was a football stadium that just could not get finished after the Great Depression. And, you know, the baseball field, the baseball team actually got this. And I, I got to say, it's a state-of-the-art complex. I really like the the bleachers behind us. And couple weeks ago when you were playing Brookhaven, there was a lot of fans sitting in those bleachers. I mean, they really have a, a pretty interesting facility. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice facility. Uh, when we played the other day, uh, the field conditions weren't great. It was kind of wet. We had a couple guys slip. Actually had an umpire almost tear his ACL. But uh, today it's nice and dry. Uh, the grass looks like it's rebounded a little bit. But you're right, the, uh, the stadium is kind of a neat Neat setup, uh, very unique and different from what you typically see. Uh, they had a good crowd last time. I think tonight's a, a little league night, so hopefully you have a good little crowd again tonight. And coach, you did mention that typically this week is an all-star week where players will showcase in other leagues. So this is a makeup game from a couple of weeks ago, from actually last week, and which means that the first half of baseball in the SBL after tonight will be officially be over. What are you looking for in the second half for the Chattahoots this season? Well, if you look to the first two years of the Chattahoots, we've always been a second-half team where we've played exceptionally well. And, and really what's been kind of the issue has been we've started out kind of slow, just trying to get a feel for the team where this year um, some of those close ball games that in years past we've, we've lost, this year we've actually won. So uh, hopefully the, uh, the trend continues and we have a, a better second half than we even had in the first half. And, again, I, when you look at our team overall, you can see a lot of opportunities for us to just continue to keep getting better. So that's always the goal is you want to be a different team from the first game to the end of the season and really feel like you uh, improved on a lot of different areas of your game. Coach, good luck tonight against Brookhaven. And – Good luck the rest of the way, and looking forward to seeing the Chattahoots this season in the second half. Thanks, Richard. I appreciate it. All right. That was the manager of the Columbus Chattahoots, Coach Steve Smith. When you really need something to get you through a long graduation ceremony, Trolley Sour Gummy Worms are there to give you a thrill. With varieties like Trolley Sour Bursting Crawlers, the worm's soft and chewy texture, surprising flavor combinations, and neon bright colors will give everyone a reason to celebrate. 
So when you want to notch the festivities up a couple degrees, Trolley Sour Gummy Worms are the perfect way for everyone to celebrate. Shop now for any trolley that crawls your way. This is Austin Black, and I am the host of Behind the Tunes. Have you ever wondered about the stories behind your favorite songs and the journeys of those that sing them? Each week, we invite you to go behind the tunes and step into the stories behind your favorite Christian artists that shape the landscape of today's music. Hey everybody, this is Andy Christman. Join me this week for worship as I play two hours of the best in modern worship music from churches and worship leaders around the world. And this week, my special guest is Blake Goss of New Spring Worship. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do not perceive it. I'm making ways in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. For us, that scripture came alive because he did a new thing actually in an old place. You don't want to miss a moment of this week's worship with me, your host, Andy Christman. WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key, home of Southern Sports and Talk, Noonan, Sharpsburg, Franklin. And we are back here on the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge and my next guest. He is no stranger to the show. It's Sports Vision's Thrift Barringer, also the founder of Georgia Alabama Sports Live. Thrift, welcome to the show. Thanks, Richard. It's always awesome to come on. And man, I got to start this off. Richard, you have been a blessing. I told your wife because your kids, Lindley and Morgan, have been a part of my summer camp that I am the director of at the Campus Academy this summer. And I was emailing her and I told her, I had to say it, you've been a blessing. Um, I love having you a part of everything that I do. I can only see greatness in our future because you have the work ethic, you have the loyalty, and you understand this business. You learn, like we all do, you've had, you made mistakes, just like I'm still making mistakes, but you learn from them and correct them. The ones that don't get better, Richard, make mistakes and then just keep doing the same thing over and over again. That's the definition of insanity. And you're not an insane person, Richard, at all. And I just want to say I appreciate you. Because of you, we were able to do Coach Corey Black of the Georgia-Alabama Sports Live, a coach's conversation, state of the programs, interviews that we're doing with all the athletic directors around the Chattahoochee area. First was Coach Corey Black, athletic director for Chelly. Yesterday we did Coach Blair Harrison, Athletic Director of Shaw. Saturday will be Coach Steve Smith. And we're just going to continue that through the rest of July. And, Richard, you're behind the camera helping me out. You will eventually, here in the next couple of weeks, be in front of the camera too. I'm not going to be the only one interviewing as, Richard, you got a good set of skills to do that as well. But it's been a lot of fun. And I'm excited about this upcoming school year. Football camp is basically starting for high school here in July. I was talking to Jack Patterson. They're going to have their prep zone, getting ready for the upcoming season. Summer basketball just ended. Summer baseball prize just ended. So we're already in July. It goes by so fast. Well, Thrift, next week is considered what they would call a dead period in high school, not just right. for football, but for all sports. Yep. And it's also a time for people to just take some vacation, to reflect. I know that. A lot of people are going out of town, including myself. I know you're going out of town in a couple of weeks, but the sports just continue to move on. The Chattahoots are in action this weekend against Waleska. They take on the Monsters next week. They're going to have fireworks at Golden Park on July the 3rd. I had a late night last night. It was a great game. The Chattahoots defeated Brookhaven, and they're now 11-3 and on the season in second place in the SPL. And uh, Coach Smith on the pregame show yesterday said that the Hoots are first, our second-half team. They were 7-7 seven and seven in the first half to start the season last year. As we start the second half, I'm excited about the Hoots. I'm excited about the Columbus Lions in the AIFA championship game on July the 15th. They will await the winner of Mississippi and Capital City on July the 8th. Griff, we got a lot going on in the Chattahoochee Valley. A lot. So yesterday on the Sports Vision Radio Show with myself and DJ Jones on 92.1 Smooth R&B and the Sports Vision's Facebook page, we had on all-world, all-arena quarterback Marcus Brooks. I don't know if you saw that, Richard, but during the, the show introduction that we always do, you know, me and DJ going back and forth, we're talking about the Lions and how dominant they've been. Marcus Brooks' comment says he's tuning in like he does every day. 
and me and DJ started talking on air about, man, it'd be awesome to have you on the show. I mean, you're taking the city by storm. Columbus should know about you. Before you know it, right after Jack Patterson, Marcus Brooks is getting interviewed by us. And he talked about all his playing days, working his way up through the Arena Football League. But, man, Richard, the takeover from Mason Espinoza, who is a legend in himself with the Columbus Lions, to fill those big shoes and to put the numbers up that he has. He said yesterday some gaudy numbers of like 78, 79 completions um, out of 108 passes. That means he barely has 30 incompletions all season. He has more touchdowns than incompletions, 41 touchdowns, six interceptions, 1,200 yards. And people are like, 1,200 yards in six games? Is that a lot? It's only like 200 a game. When you're playing on a 50-yard field, yeah, that's a lot of yards. He does a great job with Coach McKinney, and it was awesome to have him on. And we plan to have him on again. And we hope next time that we interview anyone from the Lions, we're calling them champions of the American Indoor Football Alliance. And real quickly, what you're talking about with the Hoots, anything that has Steve Smith's name on it, I'm a believer in, and I know it's going to be successful. And uh, I don't expect anything different with the Chad Hoots. Making it to the championship, uh, Richard, two years ago, pretty fantastic. And, you know, having the monsters in town, I, I know that sometimes it could be a struggle, but he's a professional. That organization's doing a good job, Ignite Sports. And to have two teams in the top three, that means they're probably going to face each other in the semifinals if it plays out the way they do because, you know, one plays four – two plays three unless there's upsets in the semifinals so that's going to be pretty cool Richard to see that so you're right a lot going on especially professionally wise and looking forward to July 15th I'm sad that I'll be out of town I'll be getting back from a cruise you that is your anniversary so congratulations to you and Stacy how many years is that Richard that would make 13 years Woo! congratulations on that so neither one of us will be at Sadly, we'll not be there because we weren't given the schedule ahead of time. These This game and this schedule was released probably like, what, two weeks ago, Richard? And we already had plans. But it makes us sad. We'd love to be a part of it. But I think Noah Shelton or someone will definitely fill in and make sure that they get the proper broadcast for the championship game. Thrift, is this the last day of June? I know this is your last day of summer camp. You've been busy all month with your summer camp from Campus Academy. Uh, oh, yeah. Just tell everybody just a little bit about uh, what you've been doing for the last month. Yeah, man, it's been uh, – this is something I, I started back in 2020. Um, me and a, a good friend of mine, we were doing after-school programs at schools like Matthews Elementary, uh, Brick David, Eagle Ridge, Blanchard, and we decided to take it to the next level. And we started doing our own basketball league with cheerleading in it. And that's we've done now five successful seasons of that with close to over 100 kids in each league. And a lot of the times it's different kids. We probably have like 30 or 40 of the same each time. Most of the time it is different kids that are coming and helping and being a part of it. And I love all the volunteers and dads that – and moms that helped make that possible at the Campus Academy. And the next step was doing a summer camp that we always had a vision of. So in 2020, we decided, Richard, uh, you know what? I know it's during a pandemic, it's a summer, but the kids got to get out of the house. Remember, this was in mid-June. We did it for three weeks from about second week of June to the first week of July. And we got approved by the city. And it was just a lot of parents were were getting agitated because the kids had nothing to do. They would just sit in the house. So we offered them that. Of course, we followed all regulations and guidelines, made sure they wore masks and sanitizer. No one got sick. Nobody got COVID from that, which is pretty incredible when you have that many kids. And after that, Richard, we've done it every year since. Um, that year, we only did three weeks just to get the feel of it. 2021, we did eight weeks of it, had 30 kids each week. Last year, again, eight weeks, we had close to 40 kids. This year, we're only doing four weeks. I'm going out of town. 
Um, it's just a lot, Richard, because I'm starting, you know, George Alabama Sports Live, Sports Visions, B&B Broadcasting. And I also am a teacher as well. So full-time radio, full-time George Alabama Sports Live and a teacher. So there is no free time for me. And I knew if I did eight weeks of summer camp this year, it, it would be too much. I'd be burnt out, especially with school starting back in early August. So only four weeks this year, but a lot of success. We did Olympic week. Um, we did spy ninja week last week. This week's traveling out of space. And uh, the kids love it. Had a lot of fun. And today, you're right, is the last day. And appreciate all the campers that were part of it. And looking forward to next year. And I'm looking forward to it as well, Thrift, as my girls really have had a great time in your camp. And uh, thank you so much for what you do for this community. I appreciate that, Richard. And, man, I, I got to tell you, before we I, you let me go, I know we, we just got started, so I know we got at least another 10 minutes. But, Richard, I hope that we're going to be talking about how hot these Braves are and what in God's green earth are the Fal- I mean, the Atlanta Hawks doing because they got something up their sleeve. And you know it, Richard. We don't know what it is. But you don't make the moves that they've been making without having a contingency plan about the future of this organization. Well, that is a very good segue to my next segment. NBA free agency officially starts tonight. tonight and there was brother. a player I was hoping that the Hawks would get. But the Kings locked him up, Harrison Barnes. I thought the Harrison yeah. Barnes would be a good fit for the Hawks. But I think they're going to go in a different direction. I mean – they could possibly get another all-star to team up with DeJounte Murray and Trey Young in the backcourt. I'm thinking they're going to do that, Richard. Let's talk through what's happened so far in this early offseason of the NBA. The Atlanta Hawks decided to trade John Collins for basically scrap parts. Why would you do that? I didn't even know Rudy Gay was even in the league anymore. And did you, Richard? Because I hadn't heard his name in a no, long time. I, I know he's been out. He's in like Utah. 35 years old. I, I know yes. that he is a high volume scorer, but he, he hasn't won anything in this league. And, and he's really ancient. I mean, he's up there. He should be playing in the big three, which is about to start next month. I think that's a great point, Richard. And I, I'm with you. He, he definitely should start um, in the big three and seeing. Everything that he had a good career, and he he obviously has never been on winning teams. He played for the Spurs organization for a little bit, but this is way after Tim Duncan and Mono Ginobili and Tony Parker. All right, so this was during the time period in which they won. They were like a seven or eight seed. They they weren't the Spurs of old that we were accustomed to seeing. But I tell you, Richard, getting Rudy Gay maybe ten years ago. That would have been a good trade, in my opinion. Getting a guy that can play defense, 6'9", can score from anywhere on the court, that would have been a great trade for John Collins. Also, I love John Collins, how professional he is, how he's handled the trade situation. I think he in a, a new setting like Utah, playing with Walker Kessler, Laurie Markinen, and you know that organization, I think John Collins is definitely going to flourish. He's only 25 years old, Richard. People seem to forget that he's not very old just because he's been in the league for so long. And he was the longest tenured hawk. So people thought, well, he's got to be 30 years old. No, man, he's just now 25. But I, I started thinking, like, Landry Fields, Cal Corver, they know that there's only a matter of time before, you know, you, your window closes. And I know Trey Young is young. And, he's, and you got Murray. But things don't last for a long time in the NBA. It doesn't matter how young your superstars are. Ask the Oklahoma City Thunder, who had three 21-year-olds, and the next year James Harden's gone, and then four years later Kevin Durant's gone. You think guys like that are going to be with your organization for 10 years, and it didn't happen, okay? But I say all that to say that I believe in what this Hawks front office is trying to accomplish. Obviously, if you're trading – John Collins for nothing, that you have a plan in place for free agency, open up cap space. I even heard they were trying to trade DeAndre Hunter and the number 16 pick for the number five pick to Detroit. Now, I don't know who they like so much for, with Detroit other than, I mean, at that number five pick, did they really like a rookie or were they just trying to get that pick 
to try to trade and have more assets to trade for a top superstar like you were talking about. I don't know. I, it obviously didn't go through, but the Hawks are far from done. You don't trade John Collins and then don't replace him with anything. Pascal Siakam is a name that's being thrown out there a lot, Richard. I do like him. That gives him someone that gives a low post threat. We have not had a guy where we just dump the ball in the, in the post and say, go to work. The last time we had that was Al Horford. <clears throat> and Al Horford left after the 2016 summer. So it's been a long time. So I think that would be a good move. I, I hope they find someone to go along, Murray and, and Young. I mean, before the Collins trade, I was thinking, what if they traded DeJounte Murray for like a Jalen Brown? You know, to play alongside Trey Young. But I'm not the one getting paid the big bucks. And like I said, I believe in the front office. But you're right. I am like, cannot wait till July 1st because there's going to be so many things going down. You know it is frenzy those first couple of days of the NBA free agency. All right, one more segment, Thrift, and I'll uh, let you go. Uh, the Atlanta Braves All-Stars have been announced, the starters – Ronald Acuna Jr., Orlando Arcia, and Sean Murphy. Uh, I expect a lot more Atlanta Braves to make the all-star team as reserves. We could possibly see up to eight or nine all-stars. The Braves, with the sweep over the Twins, uh, the Braves are looking good. Best record in the National League. Best record in the National League, Richard. And their entire infield is basically going to make the all-star game. I'm going to say that again. Their entire infield is going to make the all-star game. If that's not incredible, I don't think you watch sports, man. Um, so you're, you're exactly right. It's a, it's an awesome time to be an Atlanta fan because you got the Hawks. Obviously, they're going to make a move because they believe they're on the cusp and the precipice of being great. So they're going to try to get another superstar. So that's going to make everyone eager for the upcoming NBA season. Then you got the Atlanta Falcons who – I saw an article saying they had the number five skill set players in the NFL, and they're the first organization in a long time to take three different skill set guys in their first-round draft pick of Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and Bijan Bijan Robinson, the running back, the tight end, and the wide receiver. If they have the quarterback, and we had the Orlando Ledbetter, he's the beat writer for the AJC, no one knows more about the Atlanta Falcons than the award-winning. Not just the beat writer, he's won awards as one of the best writers in all of America, sports writers in all of America, D. Orlando Ledbetter of Atlanta Journal-Constitution. And he talked about, he thinks, after talking with a lot of people in the organization, people are high on Ritter. He had a great offseason. He put a lot of work in. And they think that this Atlanta team, especially with the division being up for grabs, is going to compete and contend. So I'm excited about that. And then the cherry on top is how great the Braves are. You know, the Tampa Bay Rays started 13-0. They were hot. Uh, and it looked like they were going to break the, the Seattle Manor's record of 116 wins in a season. Well, obviously, they cooled down. And now the Atlanta Braves are a half a game behind them for sole possession, a, a best record in all of baseball. And that's because of how hot they have been. They have been on a tear. But they got a tough series this upcoming weekend. They're playing – the Miami Marlins, my girlfriend, Natalie, she's from Miami. She's a huge Marlins fan. And the Marlins have to be the surprise of the Major League Baseball, right, Richard? I mean, come on. That There's 12 exactly. games over 500. Who thought that they were even going to be competitive? The Mets have been a choke, and I love that. I, if you are a Braves fan, you are laughing at how much money the Mets are spending to be trash. Um, but the, the Marlins, surprise team, they come into town. Should be a great series at the – Braves can continue their hot streak and sweep the Marlins. They're going to be 10 games over the second-place uh, team in the division at the beginning of July. I've done a lot of research, Richard. I don't think anyone's ever boned that surmountable of a lead. It's different when you're starting at the beginning of June like last year with the Mets, and then the Braves got really hot. I don't see this Braves team slowing down anytime soon. They're only going to get more players back from injury. You know, Olsen's hot. Ozuna's hot. Eddie Rosario's hot. I don't think they're going to slow down. And it makes now where if you can close up the division by September, you're not going to be worn out when the playoffs start. And then we're in a better position to make a deep playoff run, unlike last year. 
Well, three, if it's funny, you mentioned the Mets because tomorrow is Bobby Bonilla Day. I, I didn't have a chance to talk about it on my show because we're going into the yeah, weekend. Yeah, talk about it right now. Right. But, yeah, they have, they signed this lucrative contract to Bobby Bonilla, a lifetime contract. You know, he's going to get $1.25 million all the way up until, like, 2032 or something. It's crazy. Everyone says he's got the deal of a lifetime, and he literally has a deal for a long duration of his lifetime. Bobby Bonilla has not played baseball in 20 years, man. Can you believe that? He's still getting paid a million dollars every year. I mean, can you tell him to throw some money to George Alabama Sports Live? We, we, we'd love some help. <laughs> um, but you're right. It is Bobby Bonilla Day. And that probably that's the only thing going good right now for the New York Mets is they have just been an atrocity. When you spend that much money and you can't even be 500, you're eight games under 500. And obviously – the division, when you're about to be 20 games back by the end of June, I I just don't see it, man. I don't think they're going to come back. They may get a wild card as they're only eight and a half games out of the wild card. Um, but if the Met, the Marlins keep playing the way they do, you got the Giants, the Padres, and the Dodgers on the other side. I just – it's going to be a tough task. If the Reds have been playing really well, uh, Richard, it's, it's definitely going to be a, a tough task for – the Mets to come back and listen I'm all for it I hate the Mets between them and the Yankees if you're a Braves fan you don't at least with the Yankees they're competitive and they're going to make the playoffs I mean the Mets have one good season win 101 games last year with Buck Showalter and now they're ready to fire thrift as always I enjoy having you on the show I hope you have a great fourth of July weekend and enjoy your vacation and looking forward to having you back on soon uh but I appreciate it man I hope you enjoy your vacation as well. Looking forward to having you back next week at Georgia Alabama Sports Live. Go and like our Facebook page. Next, like I said, on Saturday, me and Richard will be interviewing um, Coach Steve Smith, and we also will be interviewing on Monday Coach Dusty Purdue as Glenwood Athletic Director Tim Fanning is out of town. But, I mean, Coach Purdue is like the voice and the face of Glenwood Athletics. He's always out there, so we'll be talking to him. Then we got Coach Kendall Mills, AD of Hardaway, Andre Dye, Kendricks, um, athletic director, and several more that I'm looking forward to be able to talk to about their respective programs and what they're looking forward to this upcoming season. So, Richard, thank you so much, man, and we'll talk later. Absolutely. That was Sports Vision's Thrift Barringer, also the founder of Georgia Alabama Sports Live. Go and like that Facebook page. It's- he is going to be live streaming a lot of games. I'm going to be a part of it. And I really appreciate everybody being a guest. I really appreciate Thrift being on the show. And uh, we will be back with the Shaw head football coach, Johnny Garner. We're going to take a break. We're going to go pay some bills. And we'll be back with Coach Garner. Wishbone Fried Chicken is back in a brand new location. 31 Jackson Street, Sweet A here in Noonan. Same great taste. The best chicken around. Fish dinners open Monday through Saturday, 10.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Dine in, take out, it's Wishbone Fried Chicken right next door to their former location, bringing you the best chicken around. So great. Wishbone Fried Chicken, 31 Jackson Street, Sweet A, here in Newman. Got mold? Call the mold man. Specializing in crawl space and interior mold remediation, encapsulations, and basement waterproofing since 2019. The Mold Man team takes pride in keeping your family healthy and your home mold free. Visit our website, themoldmanllc.com, to schedule a quote or give us a call at 678-227-9763. Hey sports fans, it's Rod Peterson here, host of The Rod Peterson Show, inviting you to join us daily for two hours of Atlanta's funnest sports talk right here on WQEE. I say fun because it is. You've never heard a show like it because we make the listeners a part of the show. Every day between noon and 2 p.m. Eastern, you'll hear plenty of the best sports talk, including the latest on the Falcons, the Braves, and more. And who knows, you might even hear you. That's the Rod Peterson Show, daily at noon, right here on WQEE 99.1 FM. Hey, sports fans. Weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern to 5 p.m. Eastern. Drive time. 
on WQEE. Braves Country is a southern sports talk show with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. That's Braves Country with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. Weekdays, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. right here on WQEE 99.1 FM. Welcome back to the Sports Beat with Richard Holders. On today's show, I've got the new head football coach of the Shaw Raiders. Please welcome to the show, Coach Johnny Gardner. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Coach, well, first of all, are you born and raised in Columbus? Yes, yes. I'm a, I am a Columbus native. I uh, went through Muscogee County School District. District. I graduated from Northside High School uh, here in Columbus and Football origins began back way back a long time ago in CYF football. I played for the Edgewood Red Devils. When was that moment in your playing career when you knew that you were going to be a coach? I knew in eighth grade. I think it was eighth, eighth grade. I was at Fort Middle School. The, the, the coaching bug bit me then, and uh, I've been stuck with it ever since. So you've had some pretty good coaching experience under head coach Pierre Coffey and before that coach Joyner. We know about the accolades that Carver had. You come into a, a program, went four and seven last year with the new reclassification. The Shaw Raiders are really looking to turn the table and really the all the athletic programs have done well. What are your expectations? Right. Everything's about how you, how you attack a process. Everything, every result that you want, there's a process to get there. Um, it doesn't happen overnight. It's not a thing that you wake up and go do. So my expectation is for us to attack the process part of it. Uh, ATP, that's 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 our deal. Uh, our football program going into this this season, and that's our identity. So I expect for us to attack the things that lead up to the results that we want. So if we want to win a lot of games. Uh, we have to be in condition. We have to be smart. We have to uh, lift heavy, and uh, we have to be uh, a team and a family. So uh, attacking those aspects of the game and att attacking everything in regards to the school building as well um, is my expectation, attacking it full force. Coach, what has the off-season workouts been like for the program? Uh, they've been great. They've been great. It's, uh, we started, we hit the ground running fast. Uh, it's, I know it's hard work and everything that we do. We, uh, we do conditioning. We do uh, lifting. We do speed and agility work as well. Uh, it's, it's all in one, so we, we, we mash it up uh, from 8 a.m. to 12.30 uh, p.m., in the morning time, just summer, Monday, Monday through Thursday. So we get after it pretty good, and the guys are buying in, and they're working hard and changing their body so, uh, and their mindset. So that's all I can ask for. Coach, going into the 2023 season, the Shaw Raiders will open up on the road in Buena Vista against Marion County on August the 18th. Right. And then you're back in Columbus. It's a road game against Kendrick down at Otis Spencer Stadium, and that's a Thursday night. But you really don't have an official home game for another month. I mean, you have Northside and Columbus on the schedule. Those games are going to be at Kennett Stadium. But when you look at the schedule and you see that you have a road game, it's really a de facto home game because you're playing right there at Kennett Stadium. How important is it to make sure that the Shaw fans are out there supporting their team and kind of giving themselves a really to make it a neutral crowd? Honestly, you know, uh, it may be cliche, but Right now, at the time, I'm just looking forward to Buena Vista. You know, hopefully everybody comes out and, and comes support in the opener uh, in, in Buena Vista. And uh, we'll worry about the rest of those games when they come. But uh, I'm a one-game-at-a-time guy. And all I can do and all we can do is put a good product on the field, the best product that we can on the field. And, and I believe that uh, our alums and as well as our supporters will come out, and as they always do. Uh, Shaw's always been able to, to bring a great crowd and have had great support over the years. So I don't look for anything less. Coach, one of the top running backs in the region that rushed for over 1,000 yards last year and 13 touchdowns, Jalen Bass. He's gone on to graduation, but you've got some new players in there, some familiar faces from last year. And what does the running back room look like? And who is there anybody that can carry the workload that Jalen had uh, his senior season last year? And, and what is the team looking like so far? Jalen was a heck of a player. I, I got a chance to be around him. Uh, when I got the job, he was uh, on his way transitioning out. Uh, but he was, he was a great kid, a great individual first, and uh, that bled onto the field. And that's going to be tough to replace. But uh, as of now, everything's competition-driven. Uh, you know, n nothing set in stone with us, depth chart-wise. We have a stable of running backs, a few guys that can go. And they're fighting it out right now to see who's going to be the, the guy comes uh, come August 18th. So 
uh, they're, they're putting in the work and they're learning, you know, with running a, a little bit of a new system. So we're, you know, in, installing a new system and, and getting familiar with our our tendencies and things that we do well. And and no back will be anything without offensive line. So uh, we're piecing that together as well. And is there any uh, players to watch for this upcoming season? Are, are there any position battles that are going down to the wire? Or, or right. there's some players that we expect to be the starters? Like I tell my guys, every day is an eval. Every day is an evaluation. And so uh, with that being said, this week we had some guys that, that ran with the ones that were different from last week. Um, and, and competition brings the best out of everyone. So we, we try to breed competition and let them know that no no job is safe. And it's next man up if a guy can't produce or if a guy doesn't come to play or doesn't have his head on straight. So it's iron sharpening iron. And uh, we like I said, we got a, a few battles, quarterback battles. Uh, we got running back battles, offensive lines getting jumbled around, switched around here and there. So uh, at the current time, I can't tell you if there's a, a concrete starter um, across the board. It's, it's, it's ever flowing, and, and we're just trying to put the best 11 on the field come August 18th. Coach, what were some things that you could take away from the spring game, and has your team done any seven-on-seven seven on seven camps at all this year? Yeah. So for spring, uh, I, I was I was happy with spring based on us having maybe nine days to install the offense as well as install the defense and, and go out and execute it. I think we had a good product that we put on the field. Our fans enjoyed it. Um, we had close to over 100 people there in attendance at our spring game. And, and the guys enjoyed it. They played hard. They had fun. And we executed some things. And we, and we saw some things that we need to work on and some things that we can get better at as well. In regards to seven on seven, yes, we've uh, we've done a few seven on seven camps uh, to help out our quarterback and receivers, as well as our our back end, uh, understanding their their leverage and their assignments. So we went to Florida State University, um, we went to UAB, as well as of course we participated in the Muskogee County School District uh, seven on seven about a week or two ago. Coach, what does your your coaching staff look like? So we've got uh, guys from all over the place. We got we have two Shaw alums on staff. Uh, our defensive coordinator is Coach uh, Juan Pickett. He came from Rome High School. Uh, he was at Rome High School the last five years, I believe. So uh, he's our DC. He's from he's from Columbus. Went to Shaw High School. I think he graduated in '08. So he, he played on some of those those teams that uh, played for state titles and and went deep and made great playoff runs and. So that's Coach Pickett's DC, and we got offense coordinators, Coach uh, Joey Peacock, and uh, he was at Carver. He served as the offensive coordinator last year at Carver as well, and he's a guy. He had a long tenure at Northside, and you know, he went to Huntington College, and he's a, a maestro when it comes to, to play calling and, and running offense. So we have guys from from Montgomery, Alabama, guys from Atlanta. It's 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 a nice mixture of us. And uh, it varies in age, and, and we all bring our knowledge together, and we work well together and uh, produce that family atmosphere. And so I'm excited about our staff, and our kids are too, and they're bonding, and we're, we're all getting to know each other. So it's going well so far. Coach, I want to talk about the region. I know these are very important games. Five teams in your region, four make the playoffs. Bainbridge won this thing last year. Cairo finished second. You also have Westover and Hardaway. You were able to beat Hardaway last year, 21 to 17, for the one region win, and that got Shaw into the playoffs because they had the tiebreaker. We know that Hardaway's improved as a football team. You look at Westover, they've improved, but Bainbridge is really the team to beat in this region after an incredible season last year. And Cairo's always tough. This is a very tough region. As you look at what the region looks like for the upcoming 2023 season, what are some takeaways? And I know we want to take one game at a time, but, you know, the region play, I know you're penciling those games and trying to figure out how you can get this team into the playoffs and, and what's going to be the challenges playing region games. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, every, every game every game is going to have a work cut out for us. Like I said, we're in a tough region. Uh, all of these teams have exceptional coaches. They're going to be well coached. Uh, it's going to be about putting it together on Friday night and, and the team that can make the least amount of mistakes and execute, that would be the team that would lead with the victory. So uh, entering into these games, we, we're just going to have to stay true to us and to our identity and, of course, handle business when it's time to handle business. But uh, we definitely have our work cut out for us. It's going to take great game planning, great great prepping, and, of course, great execution on Fridays. All right, Coach, I'm really excited about this upcoming football season for the Shaw Raiders. 
Their first game, August the 18th, on the road down in Buena Vista, taking on Marion County. But, Coach, is there any more things that you would like to add about the Shaw program and how how can alumni of Shaw, residents of Columbus, support Shaw High School football? Well, we have um, a, a few fundraisers that we're, we're, we're doing, a car wash fundraiser. And, of course, uh, I invite all alums to come see me. Come see us. Come, come check out the place. Uh, I want to invite them all back on campus. Uh, it's our campus, so I, I want them to be in tune with what we have going on on campus, the new additions that have been made in the uh, previous few years. Uh, come on up. Come on up. We're open book. We have a dead week coming up this next week, so the 4th of July week will be out. We'll be off. We'll be back the following Monday. Uh, like I said, from 8 a.m. to 12.30, y'all come on up or afterwards. Come see us. Uh, come talk with us. Come see us, and uh, we'll, we'll take it from there, and uh, if any contribution that people would like to make, we'll make those happen and make sure they get to the proper places. And I have nothing much more to add. All I can say is go Raiders. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Coach, for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you had practice earlier today. I know that the Shaw Raiders keep grinding, keep working hard, and I'm really looking forward to this upcoming 2023 season. Hey, I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. That was the head football coach of the Shaw Raiders, head coach Johnny Garner. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to another episode of the sports beat i hope that you enjoy the rest of your weekend and we'll talk to you monday bye everybody active pest control offers the best services and prices to protect your home offering both monthly and quarterly pest control services plus specific services like bed bug german roach and flea control even if you can't see them insects are all around you 24 7. active pest control wants to be the first line of defense active pest control repair Find best termite coverage around. Active Pest Control, 34 Jefferson Street, Newton, 770-954-9941. Want to give back to your community in a meaningful way? Cares for Kids is a Keller Williams Realty-founded charity in which 100% of money raised goes directly to children in need in our area. Cares for Kids helps fund local organizations like Angel's House, Coweta Casa, Elevate, and more. Help Cares for Kids reach their mission of serving 1 million children. Call 678-634-9770 today to learn more on how to be involved or text K4K Noonan to 44321 to donate. This week's Property of the Week is located at 688 Cheatham Road in Griffin, Georgia. This 32.14 acre track is waiting to find its new owner. This property features a three bed, two bath home built in 1890. An 18 by 28 utility shed ran with its own power and water, fencing for horses and other livestock, and timber such as pine, oak, and pecan trees. Call 678-634-9770 for more information. You are listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, broadcasted on WQEE 99.1 FM The Key from 2 to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. This is a local podcast that covers Columbus sports and beyond. If you would like to hear more of this podcast, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.